I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. You are not Carrie Bradshaw, okay? You are not like, oh, I couldn't help but wonder, could I write this article without seeming like a pompous, judgmental asshole? I don't think so. Wow, Brendan, you are very chippy in 20 by teen. I know. Um, In our outline, it's written in all caps, so I thought I'd... Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're really sticking to the script. Happy 20 by teen, everyone. Wow, it's been... Quite a few weeks. Yeah. Oh, since we last recorded. Yeah, since we last recorded. I was like, it's been three days. Well, those have felt like weeks as well. They really actually have, weirdly. Yeah. So. Other than that. Other than that, The Masked Singer is the biggest thing in 2019. It really, it disappointed in a lot of ways, but it, it exceeded expectations in even more ways. So the problem with the show is we're all excited for the reveal, but then once it happens, they're off the show, so it kind of doesn't matter anymore. Mm. Well, I also thought we were going to get multiple reveals a night. I thought we would have one performance, then they would have to guess, and we'd get the reveal. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was like this ongoing competition between the people in the masks. Yeah, so the fact that some sports guy was our single reveal of the night was not particularly exciting for me. What was his name? Antonio, I think. Yeah, he was he was attractive. That helped. But he was like very hot. That's only gonna get you so far. I know, but he knew what he was doing when he lifted his shirt, <laughs> like with his abs and all that. Um, I will say, I'm gonna keep watching it. I don't love the panel of judges. They are the biggest mishmash. It's like also people that I thought we kind of had excommunicated from popular culture, right? Like Robin Thicke. Yeah. Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Even Nicole Scherzinger to an extent. Well, Andrew Lloyd Webber loves her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, famously. Because she's 
she's a cat. Because she's a cat. Yeah. It, so is Taylor Swift. And then, and then we got uh, that doctor guy. Yeah, who I like, I think. I would say he's like the one shining star. He got, well, I thought, I think Nicole's a star. Meow. To the, to, like, she's next in line to the one true star of the show. Yeah. Ken got his, his first televised appearance was part of Joy's Comedy Corner on The View. Joy is making stars. <laughs> she's making stars left and right. Sure. Over here. Uh, so yeah, it's a great show for me to play video games in the background. So I will... No, you can't because you missed details. You didn't know... You... It's critical to watch this show with a detailed eye because when you're going through the clues, you are missing things. And you need to look at everything. You need to, you need to look at like what appears on the screen. You need to listen. So it's not, it's not a perfect show to play video games during. Actually, it's the opposite. In, in our Facebook group live thread, I was <clears throat> the first person to guess... Donnie Osmond. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm clearly paying been, attention enough. Yeah, but not enough enough. Okay. Sad. I just feel like I'm so convinced the line is Tamar Braxton. I don't think so, because Tamar is 5'2 and the lion is 5'6. Oh. But I am convinced that the unicorn is Tori Spelling, and after I put that out into the world, I've now seen articles written where it says that. <laughs> wow. That where it theorizes that. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. Um, we'll probably do a mass singer group thread on our um, Facebook group every week just to be trolls. It's just so silly. I mean, like it's the only way to watch the show. Yeah, with a group of like-minded individuals who are also very sick. Who are very very sick. Uh, so there's a few news items to <clears throat> get to. Stuff you've probably already heard. Yeah. Kind of. So right on the heels of. The last time we recorded in the studio, Oh Come OG Faithful aired, mm-hmm. and it was a two-part thing. At the end of the first part, Andy revealed to the ladies and to us that he's having a baby. That he's having a baby. Um, Did you see a? Co- I thought it was. I thought the show was like he was he was leaving Watch Happens Live. I definitely thought it might have been leaving Watch Happens Live. I thought a few other, like, there were, like, things running through my head, and the best part about this clip was the clip they released only online, um, that is another camera view that has the camera on the housewives reacting. Yeah. And, like, you can see them going through everything that we were probably Mm -hmm. going through, thinking maybe they're going to lose their jobs. Sure. Yada, yada, yada. And then he said it, and, like, most of them were so happy for him. And then Teresa, like, took a major second to get it. It took a few, more than a few seconds for all the brain cells to, like... Ramona jumped out of her chair and, like, grabbed his arm. Yeah. And he he had to... um, Swat her away. Yeah. But it seems like they all, for the most part, seemed genuinely enthralled. Um, Mostly Ramona, Nini, and Kyle, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And Teresa and Vicky, kind of. (laughs) Uh, and then he revealed he had a gender reveal during New Year's Eve. I think that it's gonna that he announced that the baby's a boy. Great. So I'm curious to see like is he gonna go on paternity leave? What's gonna happen? Here, the thing is like he's gonna have everything he needs for that baby in that studio. Sure. It's that baby's gonna have like the best life ever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I will say that that studio can turn into kind of like. 
a party time. Especially if Kelly Dodd's around. So I think they'll need to have it, like, be on the other side of, like, where the cubicles are and not very close to the studio. Sure. So the baby can have some quiet. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Barbara Kay update? I have a couple. Sure. So... First of all, I just saw on Instagram, Luann was promoting um, Barbara Kay's Diva Toolkit on her Instagram story. Where can you purchase this Diva Toolkit? I don't know. I don't even know if there was a swipe up. And I believe it's called like D-I-Y-V-A. I know. Because it's like you're a do-it-yourself diva. I know. I love it. I think it like originally came out in like the early aughts, and now maybe she's trying to revive it. Might as well. I mean, if... Lisa Rena renovation book can go back into print. So can the Diva Toolkit. Yeah, which I think I can spot from where I sit. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, and then the second one, and this is uh, just some speculation because we've been sort of obsessed about like how the season of Roni is going to wrap up that they're filming right now mm -hmm. because we just don't know. They haven't. They had an earlier schedule than usual. So, like, they should be coming to an end, like, right about now. So, we think, and thanks to some tipsters on the Facebook group, that they might be having the finale trip in the Bahamas, because Barbara Kay's there, and Dorinda just arrived there last night, and maybe the other women will show up. Bethany's live tweeting <clears throat> about almost having an allergy attack on, the pl on a plane. Oh, yeah. So. They were serving bass on a plane she was on. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice for plain food. What kind of airline does that, do you think? I don't know. She wouldn't name it, which was interesting, because usually celebs like to stick it to the airline. Oh, they love that. <laughs> Even when normal people do it, I'm like, what are you, what are you trying to do? do? Do people ever get anything good out of like tweeting know. like that? I don't know. I guess uh, let us know if you've gotten something good at tweeting at an airline. Yeah. Uh, and you, you had a couple of Barbara K updates? Was there anything else? I just named two. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's a couple. Yeah. 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 Uh, so let's get into some of the stuff that has aired since we last <clears throat> spoke. So like a thousand episodes of television have aired since we last recorded an episode. Yeah. So we're just going to touch down on things that pique our interest. Mm. Yeah. So RuPaul's Drag Race is in full swing now. Full swing. We had only talked about one episode last time. And now we got two more. How are you feeling about this season thus? It's su such a breath of fresh compared to last season of All-Stars. Mm -hmm. And do you think that this is what it, the reality is going to be? It's going to be like the even season, the even numbered seasons of All-Stars are like oh, wow. chef kiss. And like the in-betweens are like not as great. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I think also if they're going to be pumping them out like this. It gets harder to cast. to cast it. They need to start. I mean, they need. They have a whole trough of like unused queens from early seasons that they've just like sort of moved on from, and they also can start doing what more trickery like they do now, like bringing season queens who've been on All Stars already back. Yeah, I mean, the earlier queens are the ones who are really like making my blood flow right now. Right, like. Oh, yeah, on currently on All-Stars. Currently on All-Stars, Like yeah. Manila, Latrice. And even Gia is from an earlier season, relatively. True. Um, so, the Henny episode, it was great to see Henny back. I wish they did more with her, though. They're, she was so underutilized. Yeah. They were supposed to make her the centerpiece of this 
thing, but none of the songs revolved around her. I didn't like either of the songs. I feel like in mm. past years, it, maybe a song would air, one, on one of these challenges, a song would air. And I wouldn't be that into it. And then it would grow in the public consciousness. And this has totally fallen out. Yeah, last no year, one's talking about last year, sitting on a secret, and the other one, like I listened to, they were in my top Spotify list this year. <laughs> Speaking of, you can now find this podcast on Spotify. Oh yeah, good plug. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought she it was so underutilized, and like I was so excited to see what they would do with her, but like they were just kind of circling around her. I know. <laughs> Sad. Um, we had Casey Musgraves and Ciara. I mean. The guest judges with just their looks are bringing it this season. I mean, Casey Ciara and then even uh, Keenan Lonsdale the next week. It's like they're really bringing it to the runway. Runway. Run, 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 runway. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, they are. (laughs) I mean, I feel like what did come out of that episode more than anything having to do with Henny is everyone's been talking about Casey Musgraves yeah. since the RuPaul's Drag Race episode. Well, some of us have been talking about her since, like, 2014. <laughs> yes. 2013, actually, maybe. Yeah, but you're from the South, so That's... you love, like, country. I was living in New York City <laughs> I when know. I... But, like, you connected with her because of that. Okay. Um, I'm going to see her um, on the 25th. How exciting. I know. Beacon Theater. See you there, babies. Uh, so... In that episode, we had the downfall of Pheromone. Oh, we all knew it was coming, Rue. Yeah. I mean, so far, I'm three for three with my elimination prediction. We're at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, although we're gonna, we're taking a divergent path in the wood this week. Who do you have going home next? Latrice. Oh. Oof. That's a choice. Really? After... Th- after Snatch Game this week? I mean, but Latrice will rise from the ashes. Okay. Uh, but speaking of Farrah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of sad that she didn't get the Aja Redemption arc. Yeah, but I do feel like she already was beloved in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the drag race queens love her. She's like a queen's queen. Like yeah. I know that like Trixie loves her. I think Trixie even calls Pheromone her favorite drag race queen. She just was so clearly nervous. I know. This entire... If she put the energy that she has on like Twitter, just like her unwell stream of consciousness yeah. energy, and like made that part of her like drag act a little more, I think we would have something special. She seemed more nervous this season than her original season. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. So she was in the bottom against Monique. And no one thought Monique was going home. Right, exactly. And in the top was Valentina and Monet. Mm Mm-hmm. Into you. We got... I mean... We got the Valentina Ariana Grande redemption tour. But it's just, like, so bizarre when they have, like two artists sitting there as judges and they don't use one of their songs. Yeah, it's disrespectful. It's, like, so weird. But also, how do you choose one of the two? Right, that's why you, like... You you shouldn't have two artists. Yeah, switch them up a little more. Uh, Like, Zoe Kravitz is coming up this week. She could have been in there with, uh, with Casey or something. Okay, 
So it was, I guess, sort of a redemption, but it didn't. That lip sync didn't rock my world. Like another lip sync did, which you like haven't stopped talking about. Yeah. It didn't rock my world. Did did it rock your world? No, but people, some people had their worlds rocked. I know, and I'm just not seeing what they're seeing. I mean, like, Valentina was, like, sexy. She was smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... She knew her words, I think, is what people were, like... Uh, okay, but also, like, that song, like, I know the words. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows the words. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, yeah, that was that episode. Valentina sending her pal home. I know. I did, like, um... Uh, Farah's to Gia, you actually don't love oh, me. Oh yeah, it's it's funny how pheromones, iconic moments, always have really nothing to do with the show. I know, <laughs> Queen. Um, but snatch game, match snatch game of love. What did you think of the switch up in format? Uh, I thought it breathed some fresh life into snatch game. Yeah, I just like. There's something about them being in groups of four where I feel like there were opportunities lost. Oh, yeah. When there's eight of them, there's more chance for for someone to get a good line in on someone else's thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, It was, like, super structured. Um, Should we go, like, down of, like, who were your tops and bottoms and all that? Sure. Should we we just go, like, one by one? Yeah, just one by one. Monet... Monet doing Whitney after after RuPaul has told people not to do Whitney in the past. Yeah. Like, even last year, it was like, wasn't Asia going to do Whitney? And people steered her away from it. I think Ru steered her away from it. And Monet's Whitney was kind of like a little Oprah-ish, too, in terms of like the volume and the... Yeah, and it also felt like there were certain elements of it that we've like seen before, like yelling Bobby is is not enough. Right. It was it was I expected so much more from Monet. Well, this happens. Queens who like turn it out in yeah. their first snatch game. True. Like a Tati. Yeah. Then they they just can't rise to the occasion. Yeah. Um Trinity? Trinity I as think Caitlin. Yeah. So, it was good. My one critique... I mean, it was the best one of the night. Yeah. But my one critique was was, was Trent saying baby instead of babe. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like, famously babe. It's not baby. I just feel like I've heard better... I've heard better impressions of Caitlyn's voice. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um... But yeah, it was fine. It but was, Trinity committed to it. Yeah, and that little line uh, at the end where like Gus goes in for a hug and she's like, don't touch me, was just like <laughs> that like really, for some reason that stuck in my brain. It like really brought it home. Wow. Yeah. Next with that group was... Was that um, Gia? Gia? In that group? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so Gia... I just didn't have a reference point for this character at all. And then, like, it I was... I looked it up as the show was airing. Overly relying on, like, these stereotypes. Yeah, it just... Yeah, that was a misstep. And just didn't get the clue to stop talking. Like, took up way too much space in the game. I know, as Latrice is... Essentially getting out of character to yell at her. Yeah. I think Latrice also, fam- like, really 
historically has gotten frazzled during Snatch Game because yeah. of others. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've never really seen if she can pull it off. Yeah, and the Della Reese, I don't know wh- where she planned on going with it. Right. There was not one thing about being touched by an angel or any angel reference. Right. I, like, there was nothing. Right. It was just the look. Right. And, like, the only thing I know about Della Reese is the look because I was never, like, I never watched, took in any of her content, really. Yeah. Who was Monique? Oh, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah. I thought that was better than Latrice. Yeah, but it was also just, like, very playing Monique. Like, she was playing herself, really. Yeah. But at least she was trying to do something, though. Right. With, like, a line or two. And she got the dress sort of, like, in the same yeah. vicinity of that, like, famous dress. It was... I, I thought Latr- it was more justifiable for Latrice to be in the bottom. Yeah. Um... Barbara. Barbara. So that's, it's kind of been like a thing online in the past day or two of people saying it was anti-Semitic, which I'm not really in the position to be judging since I'm not Jewish. Uh, but I, I remember when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this feels a little funny <laughs> to me. I just think it got too much praise for what it was. In a lot of ways. Well, I think what the good thing to me was the same reason why Trinity was at the top was she committed. Yeah. I think committing is and just like something most of them are not even doing. Went broad and like that's all RuPaul's looking for is like yeah. broad. Sure. Um, who was the next one? Uh, well, we still have... Oh, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams, which... Nothing about it was great, but it was good enough. It was fine. The makeup felt really funny to me. Yeah, it was... I don't... I, it was like very one... It was like one... Shade. One shade? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I didn't get what like she was trying to do. She Well, like, she definitely, like... I don't... It was weird. Yeah. But the falling at the end was great. Yeah, that was something. And then, um, Valentina. Valentina. I think this was, I thought it was better than how she was judged for it. Yeah. So, in reality, in my opinion, it should have been Gia and Latrice in the bottom. Yeah. Instead of Gia and Valentina. Yeah. For sure. Um, because Valentina's, like, some of her jokes didn't hit, but also, like, I don't think people got some of the references like she was making, like the Empire, Emperor's New Groove stuff mm-hmm. that was in there. I didn't get it, but I still enjoy the performance. Yeah, and like, Valentina's so unhinged that like that played into that part of her perfectly. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah. So, we have Trinity and Manila on the top, mm-hmm. lip syncing to How Will I Know. And this is where I first was like, holy shit, to me, Trinity looks so much like Mama D from Real Housewives of Talents. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar mannerisms. Yeah. They both don't give a rip. Um, and then I think 
former guest Chris Carlin said it in his Instagram caption. Has anyone ever won a lip sync within the first 15 seconds? Holy shit. I can't stop thinking about it. This was in the Pantheon, definitely top 10 lip sync of all time. The only reason it's not even better is because Trinity wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. So when you when you only have one person doing a really good job, it brings it down a little bit, even though Dita Ritz is probably like the best lip sync of all time. Uh, and Manila's lip sync, Manila's MacArthur Park. Yeah. But this was so good. It was so lived in and not corny like like Trinity was doing. Like you know when like drag queens like will do a hand motion as if they were like signing the song. Right. It was you felt like Manila was this like lovesick character in the song. Yeah. Especially just with the movements, like, right off the top, with the great use of the wall. Yes. When when was the last time we saw someone use the wall? I cannot stop using the wall. People, they always hang out, like, at the <laughs> corner, like, closest to where the judging table is. Yeah. Um, like, pick me. Pick me. Pick <laughs> no, me. but Manila used the stage, um, didn't rely on the kind of gimmicks we've, we see. Yeah. No splits, no reveals. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. It was um, amazing. She reacted well to Trinity getting in her space. Yeah, and drag is not a contact sport. Yeah. But apparently Tr- Trinity doesn't give a rip. Which, like, this is a very interesting thing that... Um, so, I've listened to... I listened to Willem and Alaska's podcast. Sure. And that's... Constantly, Alaska's bringing up, like, that's her regret from All Stars. Is, like, there were a couple times where she, like, got in other people's faces while mm, lip syncing, yeah. particularly like Katya. And like, it's she rude. regrets that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So clearly Manila won, but that moment backstage when they were deliberating and, and Manila, I think talked about this, how she purposely didn't say who she was going to eliminate to create the drama. So that they would pick her mm-hmm. so that she would win the money. Right. Is so genius. Right. Amazing. And Valentina's discussion with her was iconic. <laughs> Do you think I could go home tonight? <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. Can't wait for Rent Live. Oh my God. She just sold me. I'm really excited for Rent Live. I love a live television event. Golden Globes are this weekend. Love a live television event. Yeah, so we'll clear- clearly be talking about Rent Live. But I can't wait to stay on top of All-Stars now. And there's rumors that they're going to pull an All-Stars 3 into Season 10 all over again with Season 11 premiering in February, February, which sounds insane to me. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, someone posted in the Come Through Queen group. We don't want to spoil it because... What? The little tidbit oh, that yeah, we found Oh, yeah. We don't out. have to spoil the tidbit. There is a DVR situation that like someone found that showed what the challenge for the first episode is and the guest judge. Yeah. And the guest judge is very in the vein of what we've been getting the last few years. Yeah. So stay tuned and Mm. spoil for yourself if you want. Yeah, just go to the Facebook group. But we're going to take a quick break and be back with Vanderpump Rules, Atlanta, and New Jersey. So stay tuned. And we're back to talk about Vanderpump Rules, which aired 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
feel like Rose at the beginning of Titanic. It's, it's been, been 84 years. Yeah, it's been 84 years. Unfortunately, <clears throat> they just took this week off. Well, because Monday was New Year's Eve. I know, but then they've been just rotating things in and out of Sunday night's 9 p.m. spot for some reason. I think because... Uh, my theory was because they wanted to make Dirty John a thing, but you pointed out that the... Uh, uh, what's it called? Ratings for Dirty John were higher than most of those shows. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but the big picture item is James getting fired. Good. Although I feel like there's going to be something. Nobody's ever really fired. He's not really fired. Obviously, he's mm-hmm. being cast. Is he going to get like reassigned to Tom Tom? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. Also, have you noticed he has been fighting on Twitter with? Like, Jackson, Brittany, and Katie. Yeah. And, like, Raquel's gotten into the mix, and then there's, like, a fake Raquel account. <laughs> like, I don't believe any of them are real, actually. Like, who would make a parody account for Raquel? Uh, and then he said he was hacked? Oh, yeah. It's been too much to keep up with. Yeah. Twitter is not a place where I follow people from Vanderpump Rules. Except for duty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also got a glimpse of... Stasi playing PlayStation VR, which was wild. And all, between that and the, the sale on PlayStation VR during the holidays, I was almost tempted to dip my toe in, but it's just like too much equipment. You're not a true gamer. And also the VR makes me a little bit nauseous. Yes, but speaking of that, that is a good transition into a call we have from former roommate to the show, Sam. Hey, Brendan and Dan. This is ex-roommate Sam calling to discuss the recent developments on Vanderpump Rules with all the fun producer cuts. I've noticed that there have been some really, really interesting takes in editing involved, and I'm not really sure how I feel about it. It's kind of fun, but maybe a little overdone. Anyways, I was about to say that I am working on my Vanderpump Rules scholarship, but this is like my maybe seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth um, round of rewatching Vanderpump Rules over and over again. So I'm like PhD level. Anyway, I'm rewatching season six, which is the season before the current season that we're watching. And I realized in uh, episode, uh, I think it's like 11 or 12, The Smoking Gun. It's the one where Jax um, is trying to tell everyone in Mexico that um, that that uh, that James and Kristen were doing it outside um, by the pool, drinking until 8:30 a.m. And they go through this whole scene where basically, like Jax is Sherlock's home. Beautifully, beautifully done. I mean, Emmy worthy, fantastic. Uh, the editing was superb. And I think I remember you guys talking about this, and I heard it on many other podcasts that we won't even talk about, but because Come Through Queen is obviously the best. But anyways, everyone loved it. So I'm thinking that all of the producer stuff is because everyone gave such great feedback for this episode. And I didn't even think of that until right now, uh, Thursday at 12.42 a.m., Love you guys. Bye. Thank you, Sam. So this is like such an interesting thing that I've been obsessed with the way the editors have been like 
adding their own little flares. One of the examples is, of course, with Stassi, we had a whole uh, video game sequence yeah. where, like, she was going to, through different levels with, like, flashbacks, and then finally she got to the level, like, where she had to beat the boss and she couldn't beat Lisa and she got a game over. And it's a testament to our impact. <clears throat> but we praised that scene last year that Sam mentioned yeah. of Detective Jax. But I think, like, this is a controversial opinion. I think there's a lot of people who don't like that. And I think there's a lot of people who just want, like, the nasty-ass drama and, like, don't want, like, don't want, like, any of these, like, fun little tidbits. But I love. Yeah, it, like, wakes me up a little bit. Yeah. Like, I loved that 80s sequence from Pride, even though we've discussed the problems with Pride (laughs) being 80s-themed. So keep them coming, producers, editors. Keep them coming. No complaints from us. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, anything else interesting going on? Uh, Lala and Raquel fighting, like, clapping in each other's faces. Oh, yeah, I, I did like that. Um, yeah. We had the auditions for Tom Tom. Oh, where we meet HUD in the flesh. You know what? HUD looks better in video form than he did in Instagram form. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that I'm, like, attracted to him, but I was mm. like, oh. Uh, and then we're interviewing a whole bunch of random people. Maybe they're just, like, all trying out to be on the show, essentially. Well, this I feel like this kind of happened when Pump opened, and like we didn't end up like really ever following anyone from Pump. Well, the th- well the difference here though is theoretically Tom and Tom will be based out of Tom Tom. Yeah, Tom Tom. So or... they can like get involved in Tom Tom employee <clears throat> drama, whereas like there's not really a big connection to Pump. Right. You know what? I haven't been to Tom Tom yet, but I imagine it's claustrophobic in there. Oh, I don't know. I've heard just a lot of crazy things about it. Like what? Like there's a dress code or something? Oh, I heard that too, which is fucked up. Yeah. Like you're in the, you're in the middle of like Boys Town and you want to put a dress code? Yeah. That makes no sense. I know. It's supposed to be like a dre- having a dress co- code is not queer and you are in queer territory. Yeah, and, like, actually having a dress code at bars tends to be racist. racist. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah. And you're right next door to Motherload, of all bars, which is, like, the diviest bar, one of the diviest bars in um, West Hollywood. Also one of my favorite bars, because it's, like, <laughs> drinking turpentine. Your favorite beverage of choice. <laughs> uh, so, I think that about covers it for Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, do we know what's coming next week? I'm sure more beer cheese. Oh, I will, oh, they did have the beer cheese tasting party. And you know what? I imagine the beer cheese to be more of a spread. More of like a pimento cheese situation. And you're not a cheese person. No. But this was just like a cheese dip. So yeah. like, I don't know if they're making it right. <laughs> this is Mima's recipe. Okay, but Mama's, her, the label for it says cheese spread, not oh. cheese dip. Well, I think this was like still early, early on. And, and maybe they perfected it. I just, then. like, don't trust these people who have to Google how to start a business oh. to do this. <laughs> also, um, we're praying for Brittany. Oh, my God. She got gum thrown in her head <laughs> in the airport. Stop. That's what happened. I know, but you're, you're praying for her because she had gum in her hair. Yeah. No, I mean, actually, she was, like, she did get into, like, a physical altercation. altercation with someone, which is scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't assault reality TV stars. Anywhere. Yeah. Or anyone. Don't assault anyone. Yeah. But, no, but I feel like some people will do that because they think they're like on the show when they see them. 
You know what I mean? Kind of like how Brandy Glanville threw the glass of wine at Eileen yeah, because she thought she, thought she, she was, was on the soap opera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Most people don't act like that. I hope I hope so. Uh, okay. Atlanta. Roa. We were in what's the name of us? Destin. Destin. <laughs> that can was I the just, destination. Can I just read this um Instagram post from Nene Leaks? Sure. Oh yeah, this is about the trip, yeah. First it says swipe, because it's like one of those carousels. Mm. But like at this point, when you see the multiple dots, you know to swipe. I know. Why is she instructing us? Um, Maybe I don't want to. <laughs> this was by far the best girls trip ever in Bravo franchise history, hosted by, not, by none other than an OG, um, me. Love, light, sisterhood, and a little bit of shade goes to show you that all the dark, nasty bitterness we've had on our show is definitely not needed. What do you think? When I tell you I watched the episode twice, I have never done that in all the years I've been on it. This trip was better than any real-life girls' trip I've ever taken, and that's saying a lot. So much you guys didn't see, but uh, you saw just enough. Hashtag she wins, hashtag OG, hashtag sisterhood, hashtag bravo, hashtag Roa. P.S. I didn't have any pics of candy, so no shade here. Okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> First and foremost... I kind of think when they went to Miami, it was a little bit more interesting. Like, th- this season? Yeah, this very season. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's not even the most interesting trip this season. It's not even the most tr- interesting trip in your city. Yeah. Um, there's so many trips in their city. Africa, hello. Yeah, Africa was iconic. Um, and then... That's where Candy met Todd. I know. <laughs> And then to put that as a blanket on all of the franchises, like maybe she was leaning into like the sisterhood and no drama and no darkness part of it and being like, oh, this was a nice trip that was like fun to watch. Sure. Which like parts of it were fun. Like, Well, the- it turned around in this, ep- in this episode, like this, the last part of the trip. Where they have the contest. The, is a talent show going to become a new trope in Housewives? We had one in Dallas. Now we have one in yeah. Atlanta. I mean, the one in Atlanta was a little bit higher budge. Right. Because <laughs> talent. Someone wasn't putting a cake cup in their butt. Yeah. So we had a fashion a fashion showdown with Marlo. Marlo was robbed. And, but T- Tanya, it was like a shock. I wasn't expecting a reveal on Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We had a singing competition between Candy and Shamari. And my favorite part of this was later when Shamari and Marlo were fighting. Marlo says, you only won because you sang a religious song. Which, like, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. That is a good song. That's the song from Sister Act 2. Oh. When you, like, walk in and, like, uh, Lauren Hill's singing that next to... Mm. With one of the nuns or something. Yeah, I, I was just not expecting. I think that's a song. Shamari to do better than Candy because they were they were playing it up like, oh, Shamari has to like call her her voice coach while Candy's just like singing in her room. Right. And, and I think Candy was doing a better job in her room than she did. Maybe she doesn't like doing it under pressure. You know. Yeah, she has stage fright. I know. And then we had the modeling, the vet versus the. Not that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no clear winner there for me. Yeah. Neither of them, like, set set me on fire. I mean, Cynthia's move is to put on a pair of sunglasses. I feel like she does that a lot when well, she's doing her modeling. Doesn't... Isn't she selling a line of sunglasses? Yeah, she's selling everything. <laughs> When's uh, her wine bar gonna open? Can't wait. Bailey's Brew House, what's it called? She should call it Bar 2. <laughs> 
<laughs> Stop. Because <laughs> we already got bar one. Yeah, you didn't have to explain the joke. True fans get it. <laughs> True fans. Okay, but now we're back in Atlanta, and it's a mother's love. It's all storylines having to do like with motherhood, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was excited to see Mama Joyce back. Yes. Her whole thing with the lemons, and she's like, well, you, you took a lemon, you made lemonade, but you know, you gotta have a lemon to start with, and then you found the best lemon you could find, and that's how you get good lemonade. <laughs> I just loved her justifying and spinning the... the, the it reminded, you know, cinematic parallels between this and the scene in Jersey where Joe Giudice spins what they said to Marty into something, what it completely was Joe Gorga. Yeah, that's what I meant. Spins it completely into something else. Mm -hmm. Two scammers here. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. That was probably my highlight from this Mother's Love episode. Yeah. Uh, The whole Cynthia and Noelle thing was intense. Especially like when she was trying to, when Cynthia was trying to give Noelle this farewell party. And Noelle was up in her room. I know, like, what are you upset about? Like, college is fun. College is fun. Um, I actually, over Christmas, I was at Howard. We went to church at Howard. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. But also, like, the whole, the whole narrative of, like, Noelle always being by Cynthia's side doesn't really ring true to me. Like, you're going on these, like, trips without her every year with, for the, with the show. Right, but Noelle's always been, like, really sentimental in, like, this really specific way. Do you remember when they were moving out of their old house, like, the townhouse? Oh, house? yeah, she wanted to move she a wall. She wanted to move a whole wall? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. had her, like, stuff on it? <laughs> so this is, like, very Noelle's thing. Sure. And then the dorm room, I mean, like... Oh, my God, she had her own room. They brought in headboards? <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was what... But, like, also, I, I, I didn't understand... They brought. They had two headboards, so they knew well in advance that the roommate fell out or something. Or were they planning on just donating a headboard to the roommate? I I will. Do you think she got special treatment? They must have known in advance, and like, if the roommate was there, maybe they would have like asked the roommate to buy it off of her. Because <laughs> buy it off of her. <laughs> no, but I feel like these days these kids yeah. come in with a full room concept. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. coordinated with your roommate. Sure. And like execute it like that in a big way. Okay. With like a headboard. Sure. Some string lights across it maybe. Okay. I wasn't feeling um the collage that Noel was making. Mm-hmm. If if it took me back to when Yolanda Hadid painted those tiles for, mm. for Gigi to take with her. Including one that was the What Remains cover. Yeah. Do you know this? Yeah, it sounds familiar. It might not be the one that was in Gigi's house, but at least the one in Yolanda's house, there was one of those tiles that was the cover of What Remains Good. by Carol Radswell. Good. Good book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so there's the, the Porsche stuff. Whatever. She went to the doctor. Um, got morning sickness. Portia Jr. Jr. needs to fart or something. I hope the kid's name is Portia Jr. That would be beautiful. It's like Marge, Marge Sr.'s impact, quite I know. frankly. Truly. The <laughs> uh, Nini and Greg <gasps> stuff, I really don't you know, care about that much. Nancy Pelosi has a kid named Nancy. Perfect. 
And her husband has a kid named after him. So they have, they've got five kids, and two of the kids are named after them. How nice. It's like Kim Richards' impact, too. Mm, oh, yeah, Kim Jr. Yeah. 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 Well, I, so I said I don't care that much about the Nene and Greg thing. It's not that I don't care about it, but it just like I don't like the... If, I get really bad energy from 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 it. Yeah. It yeah, it doesn't like, feel right to me. Like Greg talking to the kids about his disease I wasn't enjoying. I did like that they were like leaning in like these like his sons were at least like leaning into like let's take care of ourselves. Oh yeah, I I did. I liked that, and I liked Nini interacting with them. Yeah, asking like who who's dating, what's going on. Mm-hmm. That was good. And I don't know, Shamari. I don't really remember what happened. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It's been a it's been a long time. Yeah. Um. And that's Atlanta. Yeah. But let's talk about what we really came here to talk about this week. So Jersey gave us a one-two punch, two episodes. It was just in what one I needed week. to. Start off my 2019. Oh, really? Just like close out 2019 with a Jersey episode. Start right back up with a Jersey episode. There was so much that happens in these episodes. Yeah, it's hard to. I I didn't even understand when we picked up in the second episode. I thought we were still going to be in Bahamas. No, we just like we just got married and then like like left and seen. Yeah, because in the mid season preview, we got that like. Uh, Margaret pushing Marty into the pool. And everyone thought it was going to be at the wedding. And I thought it was going to be at the wedding. Because the way things end with this wedding, I thought in my mind, like, Danielle was going to just be done with Margaret. I think Margaret left that being done with Danielle. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about a couple things. So the men we get a lot of time with the men these two episodes like solo men things and the one the first one in the bahamas where joe and joe bring marty out yeah that was wild they're like bullying him first of all they were getting like blackout <laughs> yeah like they brought vodka and gin bring your own to this restaurant i guess i okay so i think i read somewhere that this was an all-inclusive rest- uh, hotel. Okay. So, like, there's when you go to those, which we went to for Honey Mustard Girl's birthday, there's, like, all these, like, funny things with, like, alcohol. Like, you could get drinks, but all the drinks are, like, shit liquor. So maybe they brought their own better one, better, better liquor with them. Uh-huh. That's, like, my fan fiction in my brain. Yeah, but they brought it, like, first to the hotel bar and then brought it to, like, that little crab shop. <laughs> where they were just eating conk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're just talking shit about Danielle to Marty, and he finally got fed up. He snapped. And like, there was a weird camera thing where you like didn't see him throw the drink. You just saw the reaction of it on yeah. um, Joe Marge. <laughs> Joe Marge. Joe, Joe Benigno. <laughs> yeah. Joe Josephs. <laughs> he took... Her name from her prior marriage, so that he could become Joe Joseph Joseph. But that's like that's like, isn't there that one woman? 
it was like I think she was like Lauren Bush, and then she married into like the Ralph Lauren family, and now she's Lauren Lauren. Is this wrong? I, I, I think like this you, is a thing. I feel like you could be dreaming this up. <laughs> no, but JoJo says you only get the reaction <laughs> of him <laughs> getting like sprayed on. Yeah. And then they just try to walk it back, and everything's fine. I don't understand how straight men hang out. Well, that was fu- it was funny because I I almost thought that was gonna like turn like take a turn for the worse, mm-hmm. but that kind of made them shut it down. Right, it could have gone a whole other direction. I bet you if Juicy Joe was there, it would have oh, been yeah. like table flipping. He would have been ready to punch. Yeah, Ugh. scary. Um, Joe Gorga. Falling into the hotel room <laughs> out of nowhere. It's just like the scene starts and he just falls, and then he just like stands up and thank God for leftovers and is sitting there and just like like wasted, plowing through leftovers from breakfast. It looked like, and it's like so weird because Melissa and Tree come in like totally sober, and like when you're trying to have a conversation with like someone who's that wasted, aren't you like, Ugh. no, like, they were loving it. <laughs> They were, like, so happy it was occurring. Yeah. Okay, so then Danielle bossing everyone around. The whole photo shoot, and we have a whole army of bridesmaids. The co-workers come to the photo shoot, though, and then, like, the other like the other bridesmaids show up a little later. Yeah, that was so weird. Who are the other people? I think one of them is Marty's sister Was that was mentioned. Ooh. Um... And Margaret doesn't want to take off her her little pant. <laughs> it was like a wrap. Uh, yeah. Or yeah, like a pant. Like uh, a see-through pant. Yeah. What's that thing? Macrame. Mm, yeah, yeah, macrame. Ramona loves macrame. Sure. And um, I don't blame her. Like, ugh. Well, the whole thing was just so corny. Like, you are... It is so corny. It was like, we're going to be like, we just had sex in the water. We're <laughs> dragging our feet down the beach it's very johan face yeah <laughs> uh. the whole like the the jumping thing too it's like you were too old for this i know the the jumping taking a picture thing Oof. Mm. um and then margaret gets in trouble for saying that it's going to rain <laughs> <laughs> Margaret couldn't, like, win anything. <laughs> Margaret, like, she blinked too many times. I know. <laughs> and what's so funny this season is that, okay, we get, we're getting so many Joey Gorga confessionals and not a second with Danielle. And I would have liked to have seen, like, Danielle's take on things. I wonder if, like, this is where we, like, where she started to burn bridges with production and at this point, like, they didn't film with her anymore or something happens i don't i don't know if this was in our facebook community or i read this somewhere else or you brought this to my attention but someone i this is all hearsay someone said margaret joseph's got on the show because she's best friends with one of the producers and which is why like her whole connection to siggy was just so nonsensical mm-hmm. and then she was cool with danielle and once things went to shit margaret like wanted danielle off the show and since she had with a producer like that's why danielle is not i don't know this i I don't believe that fully because that gives her like bethany level control and like i don't think and i don't think margaret joseph's like a second season housewife third season second season housewife would have like that much control 
I think just I think it's more of a case of Danielle probably behaved too badly mm. and like treated. Oh yeah, if she's treating like the cast like this, I'm sure she's treating production like shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's more of a case of that. I mean, I do like the fanfic, but... Yeah, I love a fanfic. Um, yeah. So, the rain doesn't happen, and she has a beautiful <laughs> wedding day. Okay, a few things about this fucking wedding day. You're getting married on the beach in, like, a gown? Like, that was psychotic. I Don't people do that? In, like, that kind of gown? I, don't, I guess. Who knows? It was like, I'm sand sh- must be dragging everywhere. I'm sure she's not the first and will not be the last. Usually I feel like I see things on the beach and it's more of, like, a billowy. Mm. And this was, like, a gown. Okay. Fashionista. <laughs> yeah, billowy versus gown. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the two kids who showed up? Marty's kids. Oh. I, like, when they were, like, when they showed them, I thought, I was, like, they probably hate this whole production and, like, that their dad is doing this in front of cameras with that woman we saw, like, prostitution horror, like, all that shit. I I don't blame the one who didn't show up. Right. (laughs) There's so many estranged kids. Yeah. Should we segue to the more recent episode? Because that's a perfect segue. Yeah. Brett Joseph's. Estranged from Jan Josephs. Yeah, but loves, but loves Marge and Joe Josephs. Stepmom. <laughs> stepmom to the Josephs. Um, doing this photo shoot at that that vinyl place, which I think they have a lot of drag race viewing parties there. Wait, that was at vinyl? Not not vinyl, like the restaurant that yeah. you know that used to be oh, in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like that a other one now. who yeah, opened. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it was there. Okay. Brett Joseph was not camera ready for someone behind the camera. Like the whole the whole scene when he's like talking to Marge, I could sense him wanting to look at the camera, but stopping himself from yeah. looking at the camera. Also, when he was taking photos, I was like, I don't know if he knows what he's doing. Well, you could easily see his work on his Facebook page. I looked at, at it. I it's know. kind of creepy. It's very. Um, there's, a lot of them are like pageant, pageant photos, and I feel like that's probably what his shtick is. There was one shot of like a grandfather and a granddaughter like <laughs> in a field, and it was like from far away, but there was like heavy flash on them. Yeah, it creeped it's, me out. The photos are very. It's almost like depicting an alternate universe. Yeah, it's very illustrated. Where no, where no one has a, a a line or a wrinkle. There's not even a single wrinkle in time. Right. It's like um. Leanne Locken's Instagram. Yes, yes. I wonder if <laughs> she commissions Brad Josephs. Yes, definitely. Okay. We can we we gotta get to the article. The article. <laughs> the article heard around the world. The article, which like we posted it in the Facebook group. It's like not that bad. I know, but Jennifer can't read. <laughs> so she was just told to be angry about it by Dolores. Yeah, Dolores is a shit stirrer. Yeah, she's like, she's trying to stir up shit in her own, like, pot, and she's stirring up shit in other people's <clears throat> pots. When they were reading the art, when her and Frank were around the kitchen island reading the article, it reminded me of the beginning of season two of Roni, uh-huh. when they were reading page six, and there was that big article about, like, Simon Van Kempen yeah. um, being, like, drunk. 
Well, we got the Bergen, the Bergen record here instead. What's her column called? Like, it's a minivan musings or something. I don't love it. <laughs> and we found, we recently found out, recently came to our attention. So the tide in our Facebook group is starting to turn against Jackie, but we're still holding strong. I will walk into that ocean. But um, it turns out she was a tree hugger. <sighs> This photo was posted twice on our Facebook I know. group, and I, and I was happy to see it each time. She, it's like a photo from like years ago, clearly like an event that Teresa was doing, like a signing of some sort. And there's Jackie, and like Jackie's not in housewives drag; she's in mom drag. She's in got the photo. Two of the twins like, on her on each hip. Yeah, <laughs> like juggling them, smiling, with, smiling ear to ear, just to be just honored <clears throat> to be in Teresa's presence. You know what? I like this because. What she's giving me is something so that still feels like such a breath of fresh air on this show that we're like, we've been bogged down with Danielle's wedding. We've been bogged down with Teresa versus Melissa. Yeah. That for years. And now that we have this blonde woman coming in and like stirring up shit. I I mean, even if I don't care if she was a fan, like I love the, the concept of like this fan scamming her way onto the show. I know. I, I love it. I don't know how she got here. What was her connection? I don't even remember. We learned about it the first time we were in Rails. We were back in Rails again today. Oh my god. Communion. Always Rails. 40th, 39th birthday. I will say, this party was, seemed cool. This party seemed was definitely filmed in a different portion of Rails from the 39th birthday party. Because Rails is a compound. It's bigger than the Kennedy compound. On it's huge. Martha Jr. I don't even is. think we were in this part of Rails for um, whatever party we had that was leopard print themed like two years ago. We've never been in this part. This is a new... I will say, I thought like the decor that they pulled out for Joey's birthday was all like really nicely done. Don't you thought it was a little too uh, gender binary? Well, yeah, but like at least it was like nicely done. Mm-hmm. We were at Joey's Donut Shop. I man, I could use a donut. Let me tell you. Um, Joey had alcohol accidentally. <laughs> that was one, one of the few things I noted. I, w- I want to say this from now on. Every time I drink, I just drink alcohol. I thought it was my spray. <laughs> Can I tell you this very very similar situation happened to me when I was young kid. <laughs> I know. Seriously, we used to go to on Easter. We used to go to this place called. Raise on the river. It was on the river. Um, and they would do like a brunch setup, and it was more of like a buffet thing and kind of like a party situation. I remember like happily grabbing a glass of orange juice from a tray of orange juices. Mm-hmm. It was a screwdriver. Good. I spit it out. <laughs> said, were you, were you uh, like traumatized by that? Mommy had an alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The men are hanging out again, too. More time for Joey Gorga to get um, a confessional. Like, Frank and Joey. I know. Frank's in more of this episode than Dolores was. It felt like. <laughs> I, I feel like Frank might be leaning into this more now that he's been disbarred. You know what? I like Frank. Mm. There's something about him that's comforting, even though he's a liar. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? You just want to be comforted by his lies. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like this like gastro pub that they were at mm. or whatever in Morristown. Yeah. I looked it up. Sure. Um, you can get like a, it's, they, I think they were eating pigs in a blanket. Oh, your favorite. Um, okay. Giovanni. <sighs> Something's going on here. 
You think it's SpawnCon? I feel like Andy owns 51% of Giovanni or something. No, I think it's just like... How how do we get here? I think it's just like a brand that people who Mm. live in Jersey tend to gravitate towards. New York. Well, and I was going to say, we've always said that Dorinda would fit in right in in Jersey. And she's the one who brought Giovanni Giovanni. to Luann. Yeah. Yeah, true that. So I think it's just that case. We're getting a dress for the bride who isn't here yet or something? Yes. It is a gift. It's not a wedding dress. It's just a simply like, here is a dress for you to wear. I think at the party where we are announcing our intention to get engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this whole, this whole side story is not really exciting me that much. However, Jennifer did get her best confessional to date when she was ranting and raving about the article where she was like, oh, I couldn't help but wonder, like, the Carrie <laughs> Bradshaw impression. That was actually, I, it did get a chuckle out of me. Yeah. And Jack, but like Jack at the communion, just like talking, like talking to Jennifer, like, oh, like, you know, Teresa, this, that. And, and Jennifer just like fuming at <laughs> And then Jackie is trying to, like, make up with Teresa, too. And, like, Teresa's ready to beat the shit out of her. I know. And Teresa had the gall to say, it's my nephew's Chris, or it's my nephew's communion. Mm. Well, like, Teresa, like... Remember? Remember? <laughs> I did, like... It was heavy on um, christening flashbacks. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, I can't believe it's the same kid. I know. <laughs> and we also got Teresa and Frank giving, like getting workout posing tips or whatever. I know. It was a funny scene, but then the way it just ended, like, Teresa was like, okay, I'm going to go inside. Bye. <laughs> like, Frank was like, bye. See you later, Tree. Tree. And that's this beautiful series that's airing right now. It's just like, we thought that Jersey was, was over. over. Yeah. We thought nothing could bring us back from, from Doom with Jersey. And I will say, I think we should give credit to um, Brennan, who was on the show oh, yeah. a while ago after seeing a screener of Jersey, and t- he was telling us that, like... I thought he was full of shit. Yeah, same. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, like Wendy Williams, I'll eat crow, live yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. There's no food in this house. Uh, yeah, sadly. <laughs> uh, so I think that's it for the shows this week. Yeah. Let's crown our one true queen and the freak of the week. Okay. So, who is our... Freak. Freak. Danielle Staub. Danielle Staub. Sorry, Danielle. Well, okay. She's bringing us plenty of entertainment on on TV. But strangely enough, despite the fact that she is... I don't think they're divorced yet. I think they're still in the process. We're still getting fresh restraining orders pulled Mm -hmm. as the days go by. She posted... Like, a whole series of photos, multiple posts on Instagram from this wedding day. You know what? You have to capitalize on the content. Celebrating, like, this happiest day in her life. Most of the pictures don't include Marty. But the one that does include her and Marty walking, like, back down the aisle together as husband and wife. She writes this caption. Who's watching tonight? Ronge on Bravo TV. This was real to me. If he was the one for me, we would still be together. You can all pass judgment. You can all say what you need to say. And I'm certain the opinions will be strong. 
but I urge you all to take a minute and realize I'm sharing my life with you. The ups and downs, the good, the bad, the pretty, the ugly, all the parts of me, and it's an honor to do so. I do realize I leave myself open for scrutiny, but the things that my husband has done to my family and I, weeks following our wedding, breaking his vows, he promised to protect, keep me safe, love me, and honor me. So take a moment to realize no one would know his name if it weren't for me trusting him to want to be a part of my family and my life. He used my platform, abused my name, me, and by supporting him, you are doing the same by supporting a man who's abusive in every facet and continues to threaten the very core of my existence. So if you still feel good about your decision to stand with him on his rampage, then that's on you. I would like to take a more positive moment at this time to thank all of you who support me and my family. I look forward to your continued support in the next chapter of my life. Hashtag eyes wide open. More photos to come. Danielle, I'm not taking his side either. I'm not taking anyone's side. Just why are we like celebrating this marriage with all these photos? I know. I wouldn't want to be reliving it. Like when people break up, they delete on their Instagram all the photos of their ex. That was the weirdest thing just to watch this wedding happen that we knew like was completely over and like everything that's happened afterwards. Yeah. Weird. Scary. Um, so our queens... Our queens are... Our Christmas queens. The Richard sisters. Kim, Kyle, and Kathy. Who seem to have all patched things up. At least for one magical Christmas night. So we know that uh, Kathy and Kyle have hit a rough spot for a while after Kyle kept on selling TV shows based on Kathy's life. (laughs) Um, And even after Kathy asked her not to. Yeah. Um, so it was ro- rocky for a bit, but they seem to have reunited. Was that at the, um, Kardashian Christmas Possibly. Eve party? Cause Kyle would definitely be there. And then I saw Paris Hilton was there. So mm. Kathy probably came with her and yeah. then Kim snuck in. She snuck in. Yeah. So it was great to see them reunited. Give Kathy a diamond. Although it doesn't seem like she needs a diamond. We have plenty going on. Can't wait for Beverly Hills. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we need a Kathy Hilton diamond. Uh, so we'll see. We need a spinoff of her and Adrian Malouf mm. doing a magic act. <laughs> You're so sick. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for this week. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or now Spotify. Oh my god. 2019. It's here, baby. Um, go find our Facebook group. That's where all the fun is happening. Um, post, if you haven't, if you've joined it and you haven't posted, say hello. Don't be shy. Say hello. We want, we want to hear everyone's voices. Yeah, not just our own. Um, also, you know, the days are getting chillier, depending on where you live on, on this planet. The Come Through Queen store has plenty of warm weather merch for you. Yeah, we've got a sweatshirt. We've got a hoodie. They're very soft. They're very soft? Yeah. We've um, got a sticker. You can cover your body in stickers. That'll keep you warm. <laughs> yeah, you can make a nice little Project Runway fashion challenge out of the stickers. Yeah. Uh, and you could call us at 717-47-FREAK or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Yeah, and then just go follow Dan at IDKIDK on Twitter and follow me and Aunt Brendan, please. Yeah, we have such great viral content. So <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.